Our biggest storage event just got stronger. The Store More Save More event going on now at the Home Depot. Get exclusive HDX black and yellow tough tote starting at just $4.98. They're heavy duty, durable, and come in a range of sizes from 7 to 70 gallons. So whether you need to store a little or store a lot, you're going to save loads. Make room for big savings at the Store More Save More event. Going on now at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Limited time only. Event and dates vary by store. See store for details. Happy Diwali and a very, very happy new year to all our listeners around the world. Diwali and new year greetings. And since we can't show you a video of what we are currently seeing, you might just hear a few firecrackers. I just heard one in the audio of this week's episode of the Inside Line Formula One podcast. There are just so many celebrations outside our studio in Mumbai. Formula One actually needs a new year and new season's greetings. Given that the excitement of this year is what, all but over? (laughs) So much so that when we sat down to write the notes for this episode, we had the same old topics to talk about. Red Bull's search for an engine, McLaren's search for pace in the Honda engine, and same old, same old, you know? You know, this is exactly why we are not going to talk about any of that, or well, just yet. I'd really love to speak about Max Verstappen, the one driver who has defied conventional logic this season. He's brought fresh breath, fresh approach and even fresh energy to an otherwise boring sport of Formula 1. And not to forget, extremely interesting and controversial topics for us to discuss as well. I am most intrigued to know which his next team will be. Actually, I'm intrigued to know when his next (laughs) move will happen. (laughs) Kunal, the reason I love Max Verstappen is because in this modern world of Formula 1, he's brought the focus back to something so simple, but something we don't often talk about. The racing. Aha, interesting point. And he's not only of interest to the top teams. Netherlands is also keen to encash on his popularity and speed. And they are now talking of hosting a Formula 1 Grand Prix in the coming future. We might just soon have a Dutch Grand Prix. But, talking of teams, if I were Ferrari, I would have signed Max to replace Kimi in 2016. But then again, Ferrari are known to retain their drivers long past their due date. Well, honestly, I would love to see Mercedes sign on Max in place of Nico Rosberg. (laughs) Could be a highly unpopular decision, but hey, why not? Yes, why not? I would love to see, you know, how Lewis Hamilton reacts to a younger and possibly quicker teammate. Mm, I know where you're going. (laughs) And frankly, for Mercedes-Benz, the parent company, and since I am into the business of sport, it would be a dream to sign on a 17-year-old racer, you know, as they are out to woo a younger car-buying audience globally. That was actually the reason why they let go of Michael Schumacher as well. But I don't see a Mercedes deal happening anytime soon, uh, because Max snubbed their offer a few seasons ago when he chose Red Bull. Ouch. Well, Max has proven that Formula 1 is as much a 17-year-old sport as Bernie thinks it is for a 70-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he owns a Rolex. (laughs) (laughs) And while we're trying to chart out Max's future, we actually have a slew of Formula 1 drivers, including Lewis Hamilton, discuss their retirement plans. 
To start with, 2016 could well be Massa, Raikkonen and even Button's last season in Formula 1. Okay, so we have to talk about Kimi Raikkonen first, <laughs> obviously. Well, Kimi says he isn't affected by all the criticism of late. You know, that's very strange if you ask me. You know, I can't recollect when appreciation actually came his way this season. <laughs> and meanwhile, Jensen Button, he's been indicating that he'd love to stay on in Formula 1 in 2017 if the so-called new and interesting regulations come into effect. You know, this is exactly where the powers of Formula 1 should sit down and decide the rules for 2017 already. I mean, I wouldn't want to lose a damn good driver like Button. Results already say that he's a very good ambassador for the sport. But this is Formula 1 and it takes really long time to take decisions. And much like we've been surprised by Massa's pace this season, Valtteri Bottas, he's expressed surprise as well. (laughs) (laughs) Of course he would, because he's been beaten fair and square on more than a few occasions. And if Massa continues to do so, Bottas' share value will only drop in the coming seasons. The way I see it, it's like a has-been in Formula 1 is matching and beating the could-be. And that, to me, is always fascinating. I loved Ferrari's retirement party for Massa Kunal, do you remember? <laughs> I think... Yes, there was, there was a life-size trophy, if wow. I'm not mistaken. <laughs> and, you know, talking of that, I believe Massa had a better farewell from Ferrari than Fernando Alonso. Alonso didn't have a farewell. (laughs) We won't talk about that. But you know, if Williams has to come even remotely close to putting up that kind of show, they'll have to start planning now. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, there's possibility that we will see Lewis Hamilton retire in about seven years with, I guess, some 10 world championship titles to his name. (laughs) That's how and what Hamilton and his fans would think at least. (laughs) You know, should that happen, Hamilton would have beaten Vettel and more importantly, Schumacher's record of seven world titles. I'm sure that's a record he's eyeing secretly, even though he's going about bad-mouthing the Germans' unparalleled racing achievement. I know, what was that all about? It was so disrespectful. Now, that's a controversial question. And given that Hamilton's been, you know, courting controversy of late, I would somewhat agree so. He even went along to say that Mercedes are trying to keep Nico Rosberg happy. And that's why he lost to Rosberg in Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) But the best comment for me on this Hamilton comment episode was Jensen Buttons. He said what we all somewhere believe is absolutely true. Hamilton's confidence is because of the Mercedes racing car. All the other world champions and potential world champions could do as well, if not better, in the current Mercedes racing car. And mind you, I take nothing away from Hamilton's talent or his achievements this season. It's just that Max has entertained me better, you know. (laughs) That's a very valid point, Kunal. I guess it's now Button's chance to entertain us as well. He's off to the race of champions later this month. Finally, he might get the chance to win something this season. (laughs) (laughs) I love the race of champions format. It's indoors, in a stadium. It pitches world-class drivers in equal machinery. It is a time-based format. And guess what? There are no paid drivers in race of champions. (laughs) 
Sounds like fun, you know? So much fun. I would love to see Fernando Alonso and maybe even Lewis Hamilton participate in the race of champions. You know, if the current reports indicate reality, Hamilton is now keen to participate and become a part of Nico Scherzinger's life again, you know? He loves to court issues with Nico and then Nico. <laughs> maybe he's just realized that she's damn good for his music career. <laughs> <laughs> but there's one person for whom the wolf surname didn't do much in Formula 1. I'm talking of Susie Wolf and guess what? She's retiring. Could I wonder, what's the issue, gender or speed? Hmm, uh, I would say speed and then gender, possibly. She's competitive, but not at the sharp end of the grid. For a lot of people... They didn't know who she was till she came into Formula 1 and you could check out her results on Wikipedia as well. And to be honest, had her performances been like Stoffel Van Duren's, she could have probably expected a call-up to become a Grand Prix driver herself. The latest news is that Van Duren's out to replace Kevin Magnussen in a car that has no engine. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe that's what Alonso told the King of Spain a few weeks ago. Yes. <laughs> The silver lining in McLaren's dark cloud is Alonso's humor. I almost never imagined him to have one. On this issue of engines, how can we not talk about Red Bull and their unsatisfactory and yet relentless search for engines for 2016? Since you talk of search, I'm going to crack a really good joke here. Red Bull need to search for an engine on Google. Okay. Uh, that doesn't seem to impress you much, but... That could well be the only way. <laughs> no, there is another way that is being rumored. Red Bull might use an unbranded Renault combustion engine along with an energy recovery system of their own. Now, to put it in one word, that's ballsy. Okay. And the second word, if so, would be smart. This could be the hybrid solution amongst all the hybrid engine solutions in 2016. That is so well put. I think this disruptive solution seems like exactly what brand Red Bull is all about. You know, the core of their DNA. Bring on 2016 already, Kunal. I can't wait. You know, their tagline, should this work, could then be Red Bull gives you engines. <laughs> Ferrari, the sport's most iconic team, they've indicated that they're not interested in the commercial interests of the sport. I think that's a little smart and very stupid of Ferrari at the same time. Smart because that's not their core business. They're in the business of manufacturing and selling some really beautiful road cars and not in managing commercial rights of a sports league. But from how I see it, if there's one person who's cracked the Formula 1 business, it is Bernie Ecclestone, the sport's current commercial rights holder. He's made his billions as the teams have invested and lost their millions all these years. Absolutely. Finally, as we near the end of our 38th episode this wow. season, wow, that's a lot <laughs> of episodes. Let's talk about Brazil, Interlagos. My best memory of the racetrack, Kunal, is Kimi Raikkonen, of course, <laughs> driving up the escape road a few years ago, yes. only to realize that the road is blocked. <laughs> <laughs> Typically Kimi, you know. But my memory holds true of Massa, Hamilton 
and Timo Glock, 2008. And just how the World Championship changed hands 15 seconds towards the end of the race. That was epic. Hamilton then and now, Massa then and now. Much to think about, I say. Yes, a lot to think about. And let's even realize that Hamilton has never won in the land of Ayrton Senna. And given his recent obsessive idolism of the late Brazilian driver, let's see if he's able to hold on to a win here. I would love to see Massa take the honours. You know, thank God you said Felipe Massa and not Felipe Nasser. <laughs> <laughs> Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.